Welcome to the fabulous Fempreneurship podcast series for entrepreneurs with your host, Elaine Slatter. Each episode addresses topics to help you and your business grow and succeed. Join us as we interview a variety of global experts. Hello, fabulous Fempreneurship listeners. This topic we have today is one you must listen to. It's how to use SEO to increase your sales and leads. And with me is an SEO expert, Brandon Leibovich. So welcome to the show, Brandon. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to share some SEO tips. Yeah, me. I'm really excited to have you on the show and to listen to what uh, the latest is in SEO and how we get there. But before we get started, we'd love to know a little bit more about yourself. If you could explain how you got into this field, uh, that would be fantastic. I just kind of fell into it after I got my degree in business marketing. My first job that I got was in digital marketing and helping out this company doing their SEO and social media and email marketing and really doing all the digital marketing for the most part, helping out with like product descriptions, taking pictures of the products and doing it all. And back then I kind of realized that I feel like everyone's going to have a website in the future. And all those things I mentioned definitely work to get traffic, but SEO is a way to get free traffic. So I've really focused on the way to get that free traffic over the years just because why pay for traffic? If you get up there for free, why spend that money? So that's really what I focused on over the years, working at different advertising agencies, working at mom and pop shops and Fortune 500 companies and everything in between. And really over the years is really geared towards that, that free traffic helps people save money. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so uh, this is going to be a, a fantastic conversation. So let's start out by uh, helping our listeners understand what is SEO. So SEO is search engine optimization, which means optimizing your websites for the search engines. So when you search on Google or any search engine, whatever shows up on that first page of Google, not the ads, but right below the ads, that's all from SEO, search engine optimization. So it's really getting you that free traffic from Google or whatever search engine that you might be on. Yes. And and Google is probably the most popular one that people use, would you say? Nowadays, yep, Google just brings in the majority of the traffic. Google just brings in so much traffic. So everything for SEO primarily is for Google nowadays, unless a new search engine emerges and takes over. But Google just brings in so much traffic. It's kind of crazy. Like Google will probably bring about 20 to 60% of the traffic. Bing wow. will bring about 1% of the traffic. Yahoo will bring about 1% of the traffic. Then the rest comes from like email marketing, social media, paid ads, but majority of the traffic comes from Google when I look in Google Analytics. And this is me looking over the past 15 years at hundreds, maybe thousands of websites. It's just Google just dominates for the most part for now. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? But for now, Google just is. Yeah, and, uh, Google dominates, we should say. Yeah. So first of all, because Google dominates, we need to understand how Google works. So could you explain that to our listeners? So Google has what's called spiders or any search engine has these things called spiders that go around crawling the internet. So they're just going line by line, reading all the code on the internet, trying to figure out what this page is about. So there's spiders go looking at your coding. They don't look at your website. They look at the coding on your website. So when you look at the coding, there's no images. 
There's no videos. Everything gets stripped down to text. So content, text is the most important. Without text, Google's going to have a tough time reading and understanding your website because they feed all that information that they read into their algorithm, and then they try to figure out what keywords to rank you for. But also, they're looking at backlinks, too. They're looking at other websites, trying to see who's talking about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google has, and that results in higher rankings because Google doesn't trust anybody. So they have their spider looking for keywords and looking at the content on your website, but then they're also looking at third-party sites to see who's talking about you. And that's the most important part is getting other websites to talk about you because without that, unfortunately, none of the SEO that you do changes to your website will matter without having backlinks, without having other websites talking about you. Okay, so you need to (laughs) cross-pollinate. You need to get as many other websites talking about you however you can, but you just got to get other people talking about you. Otherwise, Google's not going to trust you and they're just going to look at this other website saying, we trust this other competitor, but we don't trust you because we don't know who you are. So more and more, trust is becoming very important because everybody's on the web. So you can't trust everybody 100%. Uh, so you have to develop the trust. So in 2022, how, did you, how do you develop trust? So trust is all about backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google has. And then Google looks at the keywords on your website to figure out what to rank you for. But it doesn't work the other way around. You have to get other websites talking about you. Without other websites talking about you, Google just is not going to trust you. And there's a lot of different ways to get websites to talk about you, but it's got to get creative and look at what your competitors are doing because you can see everything they're doing. I can see what you're doing. You can see what I'm doing. Everything is transparent if you look in the right places. So big part is looking at your competitors' backlinks and trying to figure out what they've done. Where are they getting? How are they getting other websites to talk about to you or talk about them? And how can you get those same websites to talk about yourself? So what do you suggest as a, an, a backlink strategy to get uh, Google to uh, rank you higher than you are at the moment? Like, Could you give our listeners a few ideas for that? So the safest way to build backlinks nowadays is, well, you want other websites that are related to you. You want websites that are related to your industry. If it's just a random site linking to you, that doesn't make sense. Like if you're and mechanic and then you have a restaurant linking out to you that wouldn't make sense like if you're an auto mechanic you need other websites about automobiles about cars about repairs if you're a restaurant you want websites related to food you don't want just any random site so you want to find niche related sites and the easiest safest best way to do that is by essentially blogging on other people's websites like cold emailing targeted websites and pitching them some content see if they'd be interested in that content and if so, then writing some content for them, getting it scheduled in the content calendar and ultimately getting it published. But that would be the safest way to build backlinks because you want related sites. And the way to get related sites is just by going into Google, searching your keywords, see who's on that first page of Google and start reaching out to those websites and seeing if you can build relationships with them and give them some sort of content. So what would you recommend? How much time would you recommend you spend on that like a month? Uh, it just depends how many backlinks your competitors have versus you. It's not really just a one size fits all. Every website's different, and you need to build more backlinks than your competitors. And if you have one backlink and your competitor has five thousand backlinks, it's going to take you a while. Versus if you have a hundred backlinks and your competitor has one hundred and twenty backlinks, it's not going to take you as long. So, just have to figure out where you are in this cycle versus your competitors, 
and how big the gap is and how much, how many backlinks you need to build. But essentially, I usually tell people maybe like building five to 10 backlinks a month is a good starting point. You don't want to build too many, but you don't want to not build any. So like five to 10 a month is kind of like a sweet spot that you should be focusing on. And sometimes it might take you a couple hours, might take you days, weeks, months to get that. It just depends on how much time you're allocating because building backlinks does become a full-time job. That's probably where I spend 80% of my days building backlinks for other people. So how do you research uh, the keywords? Keyword research, I use different tools like the Google Keyword Planner. It's mm-hmm. a free tool from Google. And it'll show you how many people search for your keyword every single month because you want to see how many people search for these keywords. You don't want to just throw a keyword up on your website and then figure out that only 10 people search for this keyword. But if you use a plural or a synonym, you might get 5,000 people searching for this keyword a month. So it's really, really important to do keyword research and figure out what keywords have the most search volume or what keywords are related to you. Because you also want to find keywords that have buyer intent. You don't want to just rank for keywords to rank for keywords. You want keywords that are targeted, that are going to bring in traffic that converts into sales, leads, phone calls, or whatever that conversion goal is. But a quick, easy way to do keyword research is just search on Google. Search on Google for your keywords and see who's on that first page of Google and look at the blue clickable link that they're using. Because the blue clickable link that that they are using contains all their keywords that they're focused on. And that's where you can just kind of quickly see what keywords they're using. Because if those are the keywords they're using and they're on the first page of Google, they've done something right. So looking at those keywords and implementing them into your own website is going to be huge. But that's a quick way to just spy on the competitors and see what they're doing. Because if they're on that first page of Google, Google's rewarding them for doing something right. So you got to look at their strategies and try to implement them and incorporate them into your own website. Well, that's a really great tip is to go on your competitor's website and look at all the uh, blue clickable links and see what keywords they're using and where they are linking out to and all that kind of stuff. And then you can incorporate some of those, as you say, in your own blog posts. So that's a fantastic tip. Yeah, that one works really well because everything is transparent if you know where to look. You just need to spy and spy the competition. <laughs> be a SEO spy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You got to be a detective. But yeah, there's a tool called SEO Spy, but there's so many different tools out there. Oh, I was just joking. I didn't realize there was a tool called SEO Spy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got tools for all this stuff. So they are on top of it. And yeah, they got tools to help out with whatever you need. But yeah, you can find everything. It's just looking at the right keywords in the right areas and trying to incorporate and figure out what they've done. But yeah, with SEO, nothing is hidden. So what do you recommend for how uh, to turn traffic into clients? That is where you got to optimize your website and make sure it's optimized for conversions and getting that traffic to convert into leads because it's tough. Half the battle is getting people to your website. But then the other half of the battle is how do you get those people to actually do what you want them to do? Because most people are not going to do what you want them to do. They're not going to buy off of you initially. So you have to build that trust up and it takes time. It's not easy to build trust up for people. You got to show them that you're knowledgeable, but also most people are going to leave your website immediately. So you got to kind of like keep yourself top of mind by having multiple touch points. I think it's five touch points before somebody actually trusts you. So you got to just run some marketing ads, maybe follow people around the internet, 
start a social media campaign, start an email campaign where you're capturing their emails and sending out weekly or daily or monthly updates. So again, you just stay top of mind because if not, they're going to forget about you and get lost in all the different websites. So you got to differentiate yourself and also make it easy when they do go to your website to make that purchase. Make sure it's not cluttered. It loads quickly. Make sure that everything just looks good and is easy to navigate through. Yeah, that's um, a very important point, Brandon, because if you, you have to be able to find how to contact that person right away. So if that's not easy for them within two or three seconds, you've lost them and they're not going to hunt around on every page to find um, your email. And so sometimes it's a great idea to have a global footer on your website. So no matter what page um, somebody is on at the bottom, it gives your contact information, your phone number and your email. So that if they don't want to go all the way through your website, it's right there for them and clickable. Mm-hmm. The easier it is for people, the better. But even the footer is too far down because mm-hmm. you got to think about how often you scroll down to the very bottom of the website. Most people never scroll down. Most people don't even scroll down. Whatever they see on a website. Whatever yeah, so you have to have at. it in the header as well, right? The header, yeah. the very first top a half of uh, the screen has to have your contact information and, and repeat it again in the footer. Yeah, because whatever you see on the screen, that's called above the fold. So whatever yeah, you see right now, yeah. once you start scrolling down, that's below the fold. And most people do not scroll down. So if you don't have any information above the fold, you're losing that traffic. And that's where most people fail is they don't have all the current information, a call to action, all that value proposition, all the important stuff above the fold. Because they think people are going to read their website, which most people will not read anything on a website. They just scan looking for bullet points or keywords, but they're not going to read, unfortunately, nowadays. People's attention spans are too short. They don't have time to read any of this content. If they don't see what they're looking for right away, they're hitting that back button. There's 10 more websites on that first page of Google. Plus there's ads. Plus there's all these other distractions, images, videos on Google. So there's plenty of options for people. If they're not finding what they want to find immediately, just hit that back button and go to the next website on that list. Yeah, I would say the general population uh, has ADD. So you know what I mean? Like they're... Uh, ADHD or ADD, even though they don't have that like in the the whole life. But the way we look at things, we want an instant reward. So one, two seconds, and that's all you can, whatever your eye sees above the fold, that's what you're going to retain and make a decision whether to go further or not. So that's got to pop out, right? Yep. Yep. It's so important to make it easy for the user, the more complicated it is, the more highly likely that they're going to just drop off and get lost on your website and get frustrated and hit that back button and go on to the next website. Yeah, totally, totally. So that's been a great uh, primer on SEO, Brandon. I really appreciate you uh, filling us in because I know it's 2022, but uh, SEO is still a lot a mystery to a lot of people. And you've helped explain that a great deal. And now I understand for our listeners, you have a special that you'd like to offer them. Yep. So for everyone listening today, I created a special gift for them. If they go to my website, seooptimizers.com forward slash gift, they can find that there. That's S E O O P T I M I Z 
ers.com forward slash gift and they can find out all the information there. Well, that's fantastic. So the, they'll learn a lot more about SEO if they get the uh, the gift at seooptimizes.com, right? Yep. Yep. They can find out all the information there and learn more about SEO and how to get that free traffic from Google. Well, that's uh, fantastic, uh, Brandon. And also, it will be on the fabfempreneurship.com forward slash podcast. Look for Brandon's episode. And the link for the gift is also in that blog post. So thank you very much, Brandon, for being such a great guest today. And I've certainly learned a lot about SEO. Thanks for having me on. And let me share some tips about SEO with your audience. To receive your free gift and connect directly with the podcast guest, visit our website at fabfempreneurship.com slash entrepreneur mastermind podcasts and click on this episode. Here's to building your business growth one step at a time. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not tune into other episodes in this series at fabfempreneurship.com slash entrepreneur mastermind podcasts.